When Jesus prayed for his disciples, he wasn't just praying. He also was passing the baton to them and those who would believe in him in the generations to come. It is one thing for Jesus to pray, but quite another for us to come into agreement with that prayer and take up his desires for our generation as if they are our own. Will we be part of the answer to Jesus's prayer or part of the problem by preventing his position, his petitions from coming into reality? Father, I accept the assignment that Jesus gave when he prayed for all who would follow him. I declare that the anointing that is on my life will flow unhindered and it will repel every evil scheme of the enemy. I speak success, prosperity, health, wealth, vision, direction, creativity, holiness, righteousness, peace, and joy from your spirit today. I declare that I have everything I need to be part of the answer and not the problem. I am anointed in this season to bring forth kingdom strategies and fulfill divinely ordained assignments. In the name of Jesus, amen. Good morning, God. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. Welcome to Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten. Today is August 7th, and I'm dedicating this podcast to everyone that is starting their day by praying to God first. Stay with us. We'll be back with more prayers, and we're going to continue to get these blessings started. I'm determined. Amen. And now a reading from In Touch magazine. It's titled Increasing Faith. We'd all like to have great faith that stands firm in the face of challenges and difficulties. But God doesn't enlarge our faith instantly. It's a slow process that happens over our lifetime and often involves trials. Each time we choose to believe the Lord and step out in obedience, we gain greater confidence to trust him the next time. Amen. Elijah shows us what increasing faith looks like. He relied on the Lord to provide food and water at the brook. And he did so again in Zarephath. 
the miracle this time providing for a widow and her son as well. Then we read about an even greater demonstration of faith when he prayed that the Lord would raise the widow's son to life. On each of these occasions, Elijah stepped out in obedience and experienced the reliability of God. As a result, his faith grew stronger. There will be opportunities for you to believe in the Lord and respond with obedience. These situations are what we often call problems. Try looking at each difficulty as an opportunity designed by God specifically for the purpose of increasing your faith as you see his dependability in action. With each step of obedience, your trust in him will strengthen. Guaranteed. God's gifts. I asked God to give me happiness and God said no. He said that he gives me blessings and happiness is up to me. I asked God to take away my pride and God said no. He said it was not for him to take away, but for me to give up. I asked God to make my handicapped child whole. And God said, no. He said that her spirit is whole and that their body is only temporary. I asked God to spare me pain and God said, no. He said, suffering draws you apart from worldly cares and brings you closer to me. I asked God to grant me patience and God said, no. He said, patience is a byproduct of tribulations. It isn't granted, it is earned. I asked God to make my spirit grow and God said, no. He said, I must grow on my own, but he would prune me to make me fruitful. I asked God for all things that I might enjoy life and God said, no. He said, I gave you life that you may enjoy all things. I ask God to help me love others as much as he loves me. And you know what God said? He said, you finally have the right idea. Amen. God's way day by day. Actually, this is God's promises day by day. Hebrews 10. We are made holy through the sacrifice of his body. Christ made this sacrifice only once and for all time. The Son of God became the Lamb of God. The cross became the altar. And we were made holy through the sacrifice Christ made in his body once and for all time. What needed to be paid was paid. What had to be done was done. Innocent blood was required. Innocent blood was offered once and for all time. 
bury those five words deep in your heart once and for all time. Bow your head. Heavenly Father, I call on you right now in a special way. It is through your power that I was created. Every breath I take, every morning I wake, and every moment of every hour I live under your power. Father, I ask you now to touch me with that same power. For if you created me from nothing, you can certainly recreate me. Fill me with the healing power of your spirit. Cast out anything that should not be in me. Mend what is broken. Root out any unproductive cells. Open any blocked arteries or veins and rebuild any damaged areas. Remove all inflammation and cleanse any infection. Let the warmth of your healing love pass through my body to make new any unhealthy areas so that my body will function the way you created it to function. And Father, restore me to full health in mind, body, and spirit so that I may serve you the rest of my life. I ask this through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. And a daily prayer. Dear God, as I begin this day, let me turn my thoughts to you and ask your help in guiding me in everything I say and do. Give me the patience that I need to keep my peace of mind. And with life's cares, I hope, dear God, some happiness to find. Let me live but for today, not worrying what's ahead. For I have trust that you will see I get my daily bread. Give me courage to face life's trials and not from troubles run. Let me keep this thought in mind, thy will, not mine, be done. And if some wish I do not get, though I have prayed to thee, help me to believe and understand you know what's best for me. I failed you many times, I know, but when tonight I rest, I hope that I can kneel and say, Dear God, I've tried my best. Amen. As I open up my Bible, at the start of each new day, I lift my eyes to heaven and I most sincerely pray, Lord, open up my heart and mind to hear these words today. I want to understand you, Lord. Please hear these words I say. These stories that were written so many years ago hold the way to my salvation. Your word has told me so. I thank you for my life, Lord, the blessings of your son, for my family, friends, and neighbors. I try to love them, everyone. And when I close my eyes, Lord, at the ending of each day, I will praise my Father up in heaven for the gifts he sent my way, for the universe he created, and the lives of those I love. There is nothing greater in my life than my love for God above. Amen. Amen.
And we're back with God's purposes for your life. 2 Corinthians 3 says, We all are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as from the Lord the Spirit. As soon as we accept Jesus as our Savior, a transformation begins in you, conforming you to his likeness. But how are you actually being changed? After all, if this metamorphosis is supernatural, then it's not something you can enact on your own. It's what Jesus does in you. Romans 12:2 teaches that it happens to be by renewing of our minds. So the key to transformation is changing what and how we think. But understand that what Jesus changes is not merely your opinions or system of beliefs. Sometimes we assume that what's religion is you change the name of the deity, the sacrifice, and some of the rituals. But that's all there really is to it. But there's more God wants to do in us. And that is revolutionize us from the inside out. In fact, the word Paul uses for renewing comes from the root word anakainu, which means to make new or to be changed into a new kind of life. Therefore, we know that when Jesus transforms our minds, it means he even changes the way we process information. So let him and join him in this process by being in his word every day. Amen. Jesus, transform me into your likeness from the inside out so that you can receive all the glory. Amen. And prayers from the wilderness. Bow your head, close your eyes. This is a meditation of personal praise. Raise your arms if you can. <laughs> Father, every day I am awakened by your tender hand of mercy and love. Every day I give you my list of prayer requests. And every day I hope yesterday's unanswered prayers will be answered today. But Father, in this hour, I just want to give you praise. I praise you for the prayers you answer that cause me to rejoice and strengthen my faith. I praise you for getting me through unexpected heartbreaks, financial upheavals, and spiritual despair. I praise you for the prayers you did not respond to as I requested, but you used your perfect will to override my emotional desire. And yet, you are loving enough to allow me to see why your will is just. I praise you for the life lessons you teach me in my low moments and the love you show me when I am not very loving. I praise you for not attending my pity parties, but standing by to give me comfort when I remember it is only your love that can lift me. I praise you for unexpected surprises that give me a spiritual boost when I feel lost and abandoned. 
the surprise is only you who have a relationship with me can believe and appreciate. I praise you for getting me through the times when others spoke their truth about my life with no concern about me. And when my faith and obedience were on trial, I praise you for teaching me obedience is better than sacrifice. Father, I praise you for showing me the difference between your greatness and my smallness, your strength in my weakness, your perfect will in my self-will. I am grateful for the wisdom you give me through your daily lessons and blessings. Thank you for allowing me to pour out my heart even when my words are not always kind or loving. Yet you give me comfort, understanding, and discipline with love. And most of all, I praise you for blessing me with the greatest love I will ever know. Thank you, Father. (laughs) I give you praise, honor, and glory. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Thank you, Lord. And in closing today, here's hope for every day. Philippians 4 says, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Pray about your problems. What do you do when you have a problem? Do you worry? Most of us do. But does worrying solve the problem? No, it does not. So if worry doesn't solve the problem, why worry? The Bible's account about Hezekiah gives us an idea for problem solving. Hezekiah received the letter from the hand of the messengers and read it. And Hezekiah went up to the house of the Lord and spread it before the Lord. Then Hezekiah prayed before the Lord. Instead of turning to God as a first resource, we so often turn to him as a last resort. Follow Hezekiah's formula. Turn to God first with your problems, for only he is capable of handling them in a way that will be in your best interest and according to his perfect will. Proverbs 3, 6. In all your ways acknowledge God and he will make your path straight. Making godly decisions. Are you facing a significant decision? Then look again at these words in Proverbs 3, 6. Implicit in this verse is the truth that God knows what is best for us and that he wants to guide us so we will make right God-honoring decisions. When you face a decision about your future, seek God's will above all else. Make your decision a matter of prayer and ask him to guide you. If we are truly open to his will, he will direct us. Does this mean that we should just wait around until God gives us some kind of miraculous sign or deep inner conviction? No, not necessarily. God wants us to be practical. Do research if you need to. 
Understand yourself and your gifts. Seek the advice of others. Make your decision in light of God's word. God never leads us to do anything that is contrary to the Bible. Hint, hint. Remember, too, that God often guides us only one step at a time. But that is all we really need to know. So don't be anxious. Trust God to guide you, and he will. Amen. Thank you for coming to pray with me. Let's get these blessings started. We're doing good. We're coming every day. We're praying every day. We're putting God first. We're starting off our day with prayer so that he knows it's an open door to come in and just show off and give us the great day that we desire. So stay faithful, share your love today, come back tomorrow to pray some more, and I'll be here. Bye for now.